So, uh, hey, I'm not sure where to put this item, so I figured I'd write a cold open on it. Um, okay, well, I mean, there's, you know, no rules here, so uh, go for it. I guess this could be follow-up, I don't know. Um, last week's show, you said Bored Ape Club? Yeah, yes, I did. Um, so, in 50 words or less, you're welcome, toddlers, can you Eli 5 this for me? Because... I'm not Googling that crap. I don't want it anywhere near my browser history. It just, it's, it sounds like something I don't want any part of. So, uh, help. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. First. Yeah. 50 words or less. That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Two. It's Eli two, not Eli five. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Eli. Um, that's what, what, that's what does Eli five mean? What am I supposed to do with that? That's red. That's Reddit shorthand for explain like I'm five. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. I got my crayons out. I'm five. To be completely honest, being five, probably it would make more sense to you if you were five. So. We've talked about NFTs where you have pictures that you buy and you have ownership of, right? Yeah. Through the blockchain. Yeah. A group put pictures of cartoon drawn apes up for sale and they named the entire collection the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Some of the apes have like a smoking jacket or like a captain's hat or like a scarf or wearing sunglasses, right? They're all just, it's, it's a, and people bought these. They bought a picture of a cartoon ape wearing clothes. (laughs) And some of them bought them for car NFT money. Like a, if I were to sell it enough for me to buy a yacht, is that the point of the yacht club? Not exactly, but you're 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 kind okay. of you're you're getting close, right? Um, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of doll of real dollars to own one of the board ape yacht club characters. Okay, okay, that's where this starts, but then it gets real stupid. Because <laughs> no, no, that's that's not stupid enough. Oh no 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 no! That's the <laughs> same part. Buying buying real pictures with imagine real pictures with real money with imaginary. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah yes, okay, okay. Christ. Most of the NFTs, when you buy them, they have a license that says that you can maybe have some merchandise of the nft like you own it but you can't commercialize it so if you buy an nft from the nba you own the clip of the dunk but you can't then put that on t-shirts and sell it because you well you own the clip you don't own the commercial rights to it right the nba wouldn't sell the commercial rights to these clips right yeah okay the people who did the board ape yacht club changed it and said you 
now own all the money that you can make off this drawing <laughs> of an ape. So this is what people are doing now. They saw that and said, oh, I own a picture, uh, a funny picture of an ape wearing clothes. It's time to get down to do some business. There are some of these apes, again, they're just pictures. Some of these apes now have record deals. <laughs> the apes are being, some of the apes are being represented by CAA. The, again, the ape is a drawing. The ape has an agent. So, when you when you think record deal, here's here's a line from Fast Company from earlier this year. <clears throat> the immediate comparison to to virtual British band Gorillas is apparent for more than one reason, but McNeil says kinship, which this guy is putting together an ape band <laughs> called Kinship. Again, they're drawings. Kinship and they've signed a record deal with like Universal. <clears throat> Kinship will be a different experience entirely than gorillas. Well, one's a gorilla and one's an ape, of course. Well, and the monkeys was already taken. Yeah, yeah. The, long ago. Long. Yep, yep. That, sh Here's, that ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's no sails on the ship, like there's no strings on the guitar, but it sailed. But somebody sure, sailed. Right. Yeah. Yes. Somebody, yeah. <clears throat> Here's the quote. It feels like a copy to some people in the mainstream, but it's really not at all, he says. The important thing right now is developing the story behind each one of these apes and the personalities behind them. And then from there, bringing in the music and some metaverse-friendly experiences. Yes. So... So they are now planning, um, there is another person who owns an ape who thought, why isn't my ape an author? Who hasn't thought that? Sure, yes, I, I have that thought three or four times a day. So he is working on the ape's first novel. <laughs> Apparently in conjunction with somebody who can type, um, and a New York Times bestselling author is involved somehow. But what he's also doing is if you also own an ape, you can license your ape to his story. And then you will get a portion of the proceeds of the book <laughs> that the ape is writing. <laughs> Again, they're represented by CAA. And they're the, not it, real. And, and they're not real. If you put a hundred not real apes in a room with a hundred not real typewriters, would they eventually turn out not real Shakespeare? Here's the thing. I'm so God, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. But what the thing is really insane is I'm just going to point this out. <clears throat> Here's an executive at CAA's global client strategy group we are seeing the beginning of this gold rush. You had a bunch of folks who were jumping out, trying to take advantage of a booming market. For us, many of the clients that we work with are universe builders, storytellers, creators, and there's long-term business implications here with the NFTs. He's talking about cartoon apes. 
I'm just going to point this out. Here's the thing. They have agents and we don't. (laughs) We could probably boost our traffic to this podcast and get ourselves an agent if we titled this show BYAC. There's an audience. Clearly, there's an audience out there looking for Bored Ape content. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> too, too much traffic? For this show? Yes. Way, <laughs> way too much traffic. Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and apes are always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of monkey business there in that cold oven. Okay, two things. First, the podcast that I listened to, by the way, that's your one. The podcast that I listened to that had the rule about the dad jokes this week started off with a weird turn. As soon as they did the intro, the person who is limited to one says, I have to do my dad joke up front. And I thought this has taken a weird turn. You were limited to one. It wasn't mandatory that you have one. (laughs) He took the one limit as I have to get this in and I don't know how long the show is going to go. So I'm going to put it up front. I see that's what you did. You got it out of the way early. It's a ceiling, not a floor. I yeah. thought it was a floor. Yeah, yeah. Number two, I want to apologize um, for Amy because that that opening was quite long. But I know that Amy has been suggesting to you, Dwayne, that we needed a cold open that was at least 10 minutes long. You even put in the notes, this open that goes on for 10 plus minutes. And by the counter, we only made it nine minutes and 35 seconds. So I'm sorry, Amy, we failed to get a 10 minute cold open and we're going to have to try again. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully we can find more riveting content than board eight yop club. I seriously doubt it. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Amy. Yes. Yep. Her feedback. Okay. And she still hasn't listened to this week's show. I apparently need to listen to this week's show. Because then the text that I keep getting from you and Craig and Todd would make a whole lot more sense. Uh, I'm not sure they would. But okay. I th- I think this week they might, though. Um, yeah. The text messages took a weird turn real quick. <laughs> and it went to a place that I'm not comfortable with. Um. <laughs> the, Holy, the Holy Church of Todd? In Todd, we trust. I, I don't like, I mean, we talked about making talking to Todd at church, but it escalated quick. Um, Praise Todd from whom all blessings flow. It, it went from, we should have, we should have a tax write. We should, we should make a, we should have the podcast should become a church so we could have a tax write-off and help with copyright infringement. And within about four texts went to, I think I might be running a cult now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so that that was Amy feedback 
That okay. was Greg and Cherry. That was Greg and Cherry feedback. Yeah. Uh, Amy yeah. had one more request. Again, yes. I guess this is feedback. Please explain your references. Please, please explain your references. We told a joke from 30 years ago. I don't know. She was a couple episodes behind. I don't remember where this was. We told a joke from 30 years ago. You and I are the only ones that get it. And her. Please explain your references. It makes no sense to anybody else. Here's the thing. A, I'm not sure anybody cares. And two, two. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. <laughs> okay, let's see. Feedback from Sarah. I will say, let me just, here's the thing. Yes, you know okay, what? yeah, yeah. I'm going to take this down as an action, which this now feels like work because we're on a video call and now I'm taking notes that I'm going to follow up on. Um, I'm going to figure out how do we put footnotes in a podcast? <laughs> I don't know where those would go, but I'll work on that. Well, because we keep trying to make the show notes shorter. And if we have to put all the footnotes in the show notes, that's... Well, like, like, does it, do, do you get a voiceover? Like, in the previous segment, the reference to snow cones comes from a early 1990s. Do you get that? Or does it go all the way at the end of the show? And then, like, when I, when you say it, then, like, like, Dwayne, when you edit it, you just have to drop in footnote one here. And then you have to fast forward to the end. Anyway. Yeah. And then when you pick it up, actually, I think it may have been the snow cone story. Oh, okay. But we did explain that one. Well, yeah, but the feedback came before we eventually yeah. explained oh. it. Yeah. Because yeah, we right. told the story in one episode. And then and then, and then we then... explained the story in the next episode. That was yes, that was the that was where that came from. Yes. I will say this just in general. Even once you know the context of most of my stories, it doesn't make them any better. <laughs> and it doesn't improve any of the jokes. <laughs> But when they do hit, when they do, it's a when thing. When they do, it's crackers. Most of them don't. <laughs> when they do hit, it is crackers. Crackers. That is footnote two in reference <laughs> to Father Hiller. <laughs> uh, let's see. Toddler number negative 18, Sarah Judson Brown. She had a little bit of Pop Tart feedback. Okay. The question you should be asking is not why are there toaster instructions on the back of a package of Pop-Tarts, but rather, what kind of sick bastard actually toasts their Pop-Tarts? You're supposed to eat them cold, raw, fresh out of the foil. That's how you do it. Well, that's how I did it at work. I didn't freeze them, microwave them, or toast them. I ate it raw out of the package, so she's not wrong. I like to think of it more as... By the way, I don't I don't know that I've I think I've I've toasted them maybe twice and learned that that's a terrible idea. So you're right. Almost everybody eats them straight out of the box. But I like to think of it as it's like a it's it's sort of like if you sit down and there's four forks to be used, do you know which fork to use? If you know which of the four forks to use with which course, you probably also toast your pop tarts. I, I just I, I I think those are related somehow. They eat, they, they eat their pizza with a fork. You know, they don't... Anyway. <laughs> there was... Oh, and Amy's going to love this. There was more Cardi B feedback from Sarah. Pretty sure a family foundation isn't going to want to sponsor the Cardi B version of Tech Corner. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Although I think it's important where you put the emphasis on that one. Um, it's the Taylor family, Taylor Farms family foundation. It's not a family foundation. It's the foundation from the family, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a whole that's a where the pause goes changes the connotation completely and probably tells you which news network is on in the Taylor Farms household. <laughs> <laughs> but point taken we should sure. probably make sure we separate those so yes um let's see and and lastly um sarah has uh, sarah has been either promising or threatening to write a book with pictures of danger man are you familiar with danger man a bit yes okay yeah like on warning signs Right. The guy. Oh, okay. That one. Okay. Yes. All right. So she, she's, this has been a running gag for a long time. Sarah thought that the snakes and gators story could have been vastly enhanced. Sulu, we're under attack. (laughs) The snakes and gators story could have been enhanced by a picture of Danger Man on the sign illustrating the danger from snakes. <laughs> the other two were just looking, but that one, that one's taking him out. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, the three snakes, three snakes, yeah, are a problem. So anyway, so that's, uh, yes. By the way, mm-hmm. th- this isn't funny at all. This is just in, in, in Apple News this week, I read a story about a woman who was in Florida who went into a pond and then was killed by the gator that was in the pond that drug her under. And I thought, hope, yeah. hopefully she didn't ignore the sign. Yeah, well, I mean, there's probably no sign. I bet there is. I bet there's a sign now. I mean, there's going to be a sign now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, your instincts were good. Well, time to go uh let's see i've got i've got one more did you have anything just one more thing yes oh Um, yeah yeah from the opening hey sarah if you're looking to do some sort of uh authorship uh i i've got there's some apes that are looking to collab (laughs) on a novel (laughs) don't uh She's working on her third book. Don't distract her. I, I, we've got a third book to read. She's got to get that done oh. because I got to know what happens in the and, Paragalacticon universe. Don't distract do, her. Do you know how well a book with a cover of an ape with a sword would sell? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a bored ape yacht captain with a sword? I'm going to buy that. I got to oh, see how this turns out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there better be a board ape reference in, in book three. Oh, I'm, I'm begging for it. Uh, did you get, did you catch anything this week? Nope. I don't know. Nope. I, I don't think I did. So I'm good. Uh, last, the last note that I got was from Doug from educated idiots. Todd's tech corner is my underrated favorite segment because I learn things. <laughs> it's great for education, maybe not so much for humor. That might be the tagline for it. <laughs> <laughs> he also wrote, 
I love that your wife thinks that podcasts are written. <laughs> like, like any of us have have the time to write out scripts. <laughs> oh, um, do hold on. Hold yes. on. Wait, wait, yes. Page two. Okay, please continue. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's it's time for an uh... um actually okay I had one from last week last week you said the car the um it was Dwayne guess a number yes about the electric car sales about the, and sales and and percentages yeah and I've got an article from August eighth of twenty twenty two that says. Electric vehicles in the United States shot up 60% in the first quarter of 2022. And what percentage of new car sales are electric? 4.6% of the U.S. market. Okay. The overall U.S. market is 4.6%. Okay. But California, that has the most cars of anywhere, that's only 2% of california cars california has the most electric cars yes yes but it represents only two percent of all cars in california in california but when you but when you spread that out over the entire united states the u.s is at 4.6 percent of new car sales that's where yes. I got my five. That's where I had my 5%. What I want to. Oh, that is, that is not where you got your 5%. No, no, no. Hey, I found an article three days after I got a number wrong that now proves that I was right, even though it's not even the number I was being asked for. You know, tell you what, if that kind of crap works, you're going to do really, really well betting the NFL on the Tuesday after the Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. I got dr- post game DraftKings. That's what I need. I need post game DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to cover. <laughs> got to find the guy that's betting the other way. Uh, I've got one. I've got one other thing for you. This is actually okay. a follow up. We got a notice from Facebook. Okay. Yep. <sighs> Notification, some of your videos can't be viewed in the U.S. because of music right changes. They caught us. And I went, huh, apparently in vogue is, because sure, that must, that's, I mean, that was, that was the thing that changed, right? In the last couple of weeks. Yes. Was we started playing this in vogue song. No, everybody got that notice. None of our podcasts are blocked. All right. I thought I also thought that maybe the notification was because because the the thing that hit my inbox to begin with was you have a notice from Facebook. And I went, oh, Lord, they must have heard us talking about him last week (laughs) sitting outside the conference ballroom. (laughs) I mean, who knows why Facebook is contacting me? And then I went into it and I'm like, oh, sound problems Hmm. could be blocked. Hmm. Damn you in vogue. I mean. It is odd that it says that some of our videos can't be viewed, considering we don't have any videos. But that's the that's the kind of care that Facebook generally takes with news, trust, 
sources, information. So I figured it was right up their alley. So they're they're accurate adjacent. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, close enough. So that happened this week. Is were you were you gonna say something? You're ready to move on? Yes, because they still might be listening. <laughs> Look, given what we just talked about, is it time for America's favorite game? I think it is. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. All right. We're going to we're going to dip back into we're going to dip back into sports after taking uh, last week as a sports free week. <clears throat> All right. So last year we talked about Bobby Bonilla Day, which happens every July 1st, mm-hmm. because that's when Bobby Bonilla gets a check for one point one nine three two four eight million one million dollars and 20 cents through 2035 as part of his agreement for deferred compensation. He will be 72 years old when he receives the last check. That is not the number because I just gave it to you. From the Mets. From the Mets. Earlier this month, Bobby Bonilla put up for auction his copy of the six-page addendum of the contract that spells out the deferred compensation. Now, along with that... The winner of the auction would so the winner of the auction is going to receive the contract. By owning the contract, this isn't a board ape yacht club kind of thing that you now get all the rights and you get to market it. No, no, no. You don't get the million dollars a year. You just get the contract. Bobby keeps the money. You also get a Bobby Bonilla signed baseball, a Bobby Bonilla game used bat, a 30-minute Zoom call with Bobby Bonilla, and a 30-minute Zoom call with his agent who negotiated the contract. <laughs> That's going to be a barn burner. <laughs> so uh, you uh, you wrote the contract. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get like 4 or 5% on that? Yeah. Yeah. Standard 4%. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, can I sue my neighbor? Nope. All right. And we're done. Oh, and... <laughs> and Oh, and now bringing this all around, you also get a Bobby Bonilla NFT. <laughs> so the contract, the signed baseball, the game used bat, the 30-minute Zoom call with Bobby Bonilla, a separate 30-minute Zoom call with Bobby Bonilla's former agent, and a Bobby Bonilla NFT. Dwayne, how much do you think the winning bid was for that Bobby Bonilla package? Proceeds of which are going to Bobby Bonilla, by the way. <laughs> Hold on, one more thing. Sorry. It also says here on the next paragraph, sorry, it listed everything. And then it's like, oh, next paragraph. Finally, they will also attend a day with Bobby Bonilla to have breakfast together, attend a Mets game, and end the day with dinner together. I don't know if that changes. It's a it's the oh, Bobby boy. Bonilla experience. Mm, now I, I thought I, I thought I was right on, but the the day with Bobby Bonilla, boy, that's really throwing a a, a, a wrench into the works here. I, I have yeah. to say, this sounds suspiciously like the Price Is Right 
<laughs> Bob, tell him what he's won. Um, are prices right rules in effect here? Closest without going over. I'm going to let you get within. I'm get, here's for winning. I'm going to let you be within twenty percent. Because I was going to go with two. Thanks, Eli. Dollars. <laughs> I'm going to, um, you know what, this one, I'm going to give you, because this is, this is just, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you 20%. Now, by the way, when you give me a number, it's going to take me a minute because I got to do math. But anyway, 20%. Um, okay. So the first question is, do I think it's more than or less than what he makes on an annual basis? <laughs> because it's a story either way, but it's a better story if, if it's more. I don't know. At that He's point, all... you're you're now thinking you're thinking above one point one nine million dollars. Right. That's well. What I'm trying to decide is it oh is it more or less than one point one nine million dollars? And um, for the record, one point one nine million dollars is more than multiple members of the current Mets roster make. He's still oh. retired, making more than multiple members of that roster. Very true. Although they're also doing incredibly well. So, you know. Um, okay. So let's go with, I'm going to say less. Let's say they paid, I don't know. These NFT numbers are crazy because there is an NFT built into this. Um, $650,000. Okay. All right. Let me do some math real quick. Okay. You missed it. By a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me do some math real quick. You didn't need to do math to tell me that, but okay. No, yes. no, I didn't. Actually, what I wanted to see was I gave you 20%. I was trying to figure out how much I would have to give you for that oh. to be accurate. And I believe the number is 360%. Uh, so <laughs> the... The winning bid was reportedly for $180,000. Oh, I overshot the mark by a ton. By a lot, yes. Oh, yes. I'm going home a big loser. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. And you didn't win the game either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, okay, so so I, I I went two for three last week. I went zero for one this week. Oh well, can't win them all. Can't all they can't all be winners? No, nope. and the good news is you're going to have a chance to fail again next week. <laughs> good, good good news for who? <laughs> uh, I got that that may make me the idiot because I keep doing this week after week, and and I edit and I leave it in. Sweet lord. How many other idiots do we have this week? Well, no, no, that wasn't an idiot. Oh, you're saying you're an idiot, but we can't yes. call you an idiot because that takes one of our slots. So let's just be clear, oh. right? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah. Rules. Rules committee. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but moving on, moving on to idiots. Um, have you heard of the higher education uh, institution called Florida State University? Vaguely familiar. Yes. Uh, they apparently have something to do with college football, but they are they are a an institute of higher education. Purportedly, They're, they sent an official offer letter 
to a football recruit to big deal in a high school kid's life, right? Hey, you're getting an offer letter again from a prestigious university. Dwayne, there is a subtle issue with this that one would hope would have been maybe caught by the school before sending it. And I'm just going to see if you can pick up on the subtle error. Official offer. Is he getting free pizza? Mm-hmm. Uh, Read it. Dwayne, Dwayne, the really big type, the biggest type on there. Go back and read that carefully. Oh, again. oh this is an off seal offer. It's an off seal offer. <laughs> Literally the first word in the biggest type. Is an off seal let offer. <laughs> so, one of my keys to proofreading <laughs> is to read it out loud. The problem is you read it out loud and you just corrected their mistake. It's, that's yes, I did. Here's the thing: I actually think that this is truth in advertising. Right? <laughs> Look, Florida State is recruiting this kid to play football. Not to do the not to do the school stuff, and the school's making it very clear that they're not there to do the school stuff either. Based on your outstanding athletic and academic achievement thus far, we'd love it if you would come and proofread all of our documents. Right. And when you're not doing that, we'd like you to play football for us. By the way, according to this off seal offer. Um, Florida State is ranked academically as a top 20 public institution in the nation. <laughs> on on whose list? But th- my guess is that that puts them on whoever created this list somewhere between 15 and 20. <laughs> because otherwise you don't say top 20. Yes. Yeah. Right. Ooh. And that's and that's 20 uh uh, T-W-E-E-E-N-T-I-E, 20. 20. <laughs> How about you? What do you have for idiots? Well, I had too many idiots to choose from this week. So on the Educated Idiots show, they do a thing where Doug reads a headline and Dan says, dine in or carry out. As And if it's dine in, listeners of the podcast will know this. Nobody else will. Um if it's dine in, Doug reads more. And if Dan says carry out, then they move on to the next story. So, but uh, so on this one, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the three headlines and then you tell me which of these three idiots we should talk about. Okay. Okay. Story number one, dive bar ice cream, not dove bar ice cream, but dive bar ice cream. Okay. Story number Two. Thanks, Eli. The clothing is garbage. Okay. And story number three, ringworm accident? Okay. So I know what story, well, I think I know what story C is, because if there were two stories, separate stories about ringworm in the last week, I'm going to be really (laughs) surprised. I want to, you know what? I think I want to hear about B, this clothing is garbage. Well, we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. Do you know where this story is coming from? No. Kanye West, (laughs) 
who changed his name in 2021 to Yay, as we have found out, has come under fire for what's being described as a visual merchandising strategy at The Gap. Instead of displaying the latest Yeezy X Gap collection on traditional hangers and t-shirt plinths, the clothes appear in giant trash bags dotted around the shop floor. I'm just... Are, are, are they organized by size? No. Are they organized by type? No. Are they organized by male or female? No. They're just all in the garbage bags, and you have to sort through until you find, A, something you like, and B, is it in your size? I, I can't. I can't with this guy. <laughs> and And this is how Ye wants it. Specifically, because they wanted to do it differently. No, no, no. Put them in garbage bags, set them on the floor. I, I, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but sorry, go ahead. I, I guess my thought was at some point, you know, there's been there's been comments about like, how long is this guy going to be setting trends and, you know, stuff like when is he going to be the big, you know, a cult, you know, working on cultural zeitgeist or whatever. Forget the trash bags. As soon as you said he's he's working on a collab with the Gap, I thought, well, he's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> come down to my come down to the Gap to get my new stuff in trash bags. <laughs> it's as if he's not trying now, isn't it? Uh huh. I have a sneaking suspicion he's moved on from his apparel and he's now just managing his uh, bored ape. Uh, portfolio and making sure they're getting the record deal. Wow. Wow. The the problem of course is are the bags at least marked? So at the end of the night, the store doesn't like just pick them up and throw them. Like, how do you designate, how do you designate the Yeezy trash from the actual trash? Cause it's not easy. Cause it's, (laughs) Oh, okay. That's your one. (laughs) Oh, I got a feeling we're going long this week. Um, quick, quick travel story here. Yep. Um, I flew into Atlanta on my way home from Orlando. There was a guy on the on the train that goes between terminals. Yep. Wearing a shirt with this logo on it. Department of Massachusetts. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so wait. Department of Massachusetts, DAV, keeping our promise to America's veterans. D-V-A-M-A dot O. Okay. Department of Massachusetts, DAV. Wait, what? There's... The DAV is Disabled American Veterans, right? Yes, yes. So this is the Department of Massachusetts Department <laughs> or Disabled American Veterans. Department That's of a- Massachusetts? And I went, <laughs> really? Huh. I'm going to have to play with my phone here and pretend I'm typing a text message so that I can take a picture of this shirt. What the hell? I mean, I'm sure they're doing fantastic work. I'm not so sure that their marketing department, proofread, a shirt. Oh, you know what? The guy that prints the shirt's an FSU grad. Oh, that makes sense. There you go. 
that was it. That was the only travel story I had. But I ran across that when I was on the road. You should see how close he's getting to his monitor to try to read this shirt now. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, that can't be right. Okay, well. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to have follow-up later in the show. Um, what are you watching? So, um... <laughs> This keeps coming around quicker every year. There was one week off between between Rue All Stars and now season two of the secret celebrity RuPaul's Drag Race mass singer something. I right yeah. What I will tell you is, uh, first of all, even before I came on, Lisa and I were having this conversation. I basically said, "Look, I I understand Rue's not going to leave a dollar. Uh, like Rue knows how to make money." And Paramount Plus is going to is going to ride the Rue train as much as they can to make as much money as possible. However, as I pointed out, like, how can we miss her if she doesn't go away? Right. She needs she needs a break. She needs a breather, like because this is now starting to feel like a slog, whatever. But we thought, well, we'll watch it. And then we watched it. And it is nothing like any. It is not giving any spoilers away. It's as if they watch the mass singer. Mm hmm. And they said, we should do that. But you know the part where the judges talk about who they think it is? We will we will give two to three seconds of discussion between the judges right before we drop in and go to commercial. So we got done with it and went, huh. And Lisa's comment was this. And I don't know. We'll see tomorrow if we watch again. But her comment was, you know. Being a fan doesn't mean you have to watch everything. <laughs> and not everything that Rue produces has to be for us. And this might not be for us. So um, anyway, we watched it last week. I don't know that we're going to keep watching it because this is a different show. I don't know. How about you? Um, I, I, so I, have, I have a couple of thoughts. I don't watch The Masked Singer. This is a perfect example of why I don't, I don't, I don't care. I think one of the things that, so here's, here's the second part. One of the things that I have the most admiration for is the transformation that happens from what the Queens look like when they're not in drag and when they are in drag. And when you see them, you know, the interaction between them talking in front of the mirror while they're getting into drag. I enjoy yes. that part of the show. And that's usually a large part of every Rue show is the transformation and yeah. the discussion during all of that. Right. Yes. And how, how did you come up with this costume or this concept or this outfit or this, you know, whatever, there's none of that in this. Yes. I, I guess the, the other thing is celebrity in quotes Kind of like dancing with the stars and stars is in quotes, right? I'm like, so I go to, I'm like, okay, I'm, go to the web, see if I can figure out. I mean, somebody's figuring out who these people are and they're like, this is who, this is da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Oh, there's somebody I know. I recognize him. Whatever. I I will say part of the fun is you're supposed to try to figure because this one is who are they, right? Because they're keeping their secret. Lisa was like, okay, I know who that one is. I know who that one is. I know who that one is. And because of that one, now I think I know who that one is. 
And then it was, well, are we going to have to watch all of this? And she goes like, or mm, I could just read the recap at the end after somebody gets eliminated <laughs> and see if I was right. So I think we're going to be okay. We might, yeah. we might be, uh, might be going through this. Oh, I, the other one I should say, sorry, I know we're in yours. The other one we did, we did wrap up season three of For All Mankind. Huh. Um, so that came out last Friday. It's wrapped up. If you're waiting to get to the final episode of season three before you watch season three, that one's out as well. Uh, and the other thing that we watched was a league of their own. Okay. The new one, the new one. Yep. Yeah. Not the old one. I've seen the old one. We watched the new one. I knew nothing about the new one going in. Huh? It's about baseball. That's weird. Okay. I knew that. (laughs) Um, this story as it turns out, or do you plan to watch this? Uh, probably not. This story focuses on the lives similar setting as the movie but it focuses on the none of the old characters are the new characters none of the names are the same right Smart. this is a new imagining yep. of the rockford peaches and the lives of overwhelmingly queer women who played in this league and what it was like for them in 1942 to manage their lives. I'm, I'm sure that was great at the time. I'm sure yeah, it was it, fine. Yeah. Not difficult at all. Super easy. Barely so an the, inconvenience. So this one isn't maybe as much of a comedy as the movie is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I mean, they did work in There's No Crying in Baseball. Um, at one point, contractually it, obligated, I guess uh, it, it, it was not what I, it was not what I was expecting. The acting is great and we didn't quit because I wanted, I wanted to see where it was going. Um, it was okay. I don't know that there's going to be a season two. If they do a season two, I'm not sure what they do with it, but I don't know. Anyway, again, it's what we're watching. If you like that kind of story. This might be for you. Oh, criminy. Hey, did you learn anything this week? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, we, we've, we've had a bunch of, uh, we've had, we've had a storage unit to, because the house, the undisclosed location has had a lack of storage, um, given just the house. And we, we, we've made some changes, uh, mostly in the garage to put some storage out there and to keep it from being 110 degrees during the summer inside the garage. So, uh, it was time to, it was, uh, spent the last two weeks bringing, uh, stuff from the storage unit back and putting it in the storage that we now have available to us in the garage. So huh. we can get rid of that monthly bill. I had enough storage, put stuff away and then looked at all the stuff and went, well, why don't we still have this? And so Lisa's been, been, been posting and selling and giving away and people have been coming and we get rid of, we get rid of quite a bit of stuff. And then you sit there and think, how much have we been paying per month to get rid of the (laughs) stuff we just got rid of? Damn it. (laughs) I haven't used this in two years and we've been paying $140 a month so that I can't use it. And as soon as we're done with that, it goes away. So anyway, uh, what I learned was, uh, <laughs> we, we've been paying to store a bunch of stuff we didn't need. And, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, as the old saying goes, the best time to get rid of your storage unit is 20 years ago. The second best time to get rid of it is today. And, and we did that. So anyway, learn some valuable lessons there about what to keep and what not to keep and how much to pay to keep the stuff you don't want to keep. Anyway, how about you? What'd you learn? On Sunday, I got an email from the president of the Dowling Band. Ooh. Note that my son graduated two plus years ago, last played his flute now two and a half years ago. We, we've noticed Lucas has been missing some practices. Wait, can't what? Say, can't say he's been missing them, Bob. <laughs> that um, footnote is a reference to the movie Office Space. Hey, there's a problem with the website. Again, <laughs> I haven't run the website in two and a half years. Let me go see if I can take a look at it. I think to myself, I'll go take a look at it. Go over. Oh, I do still have the link in my bookmarks. Okay. Yep. Oh, well, there's a password saved in my saved passwords. Click, click. Boom. I'm in. Flutes rock. And I'm in. (laughs) Two and a half years later, the password for the back end of the website still hasn't changed. What did I learn this week? Security around the band website. Meh. I mean, it is a difficult password, no question about it. But I would think, I guess I would think, as you hand things down from person to person, you probably want to update that. But they haven't, I guess, blissfully for them, because what I learned this week was, I guess, relearned how to edit that website to fix the problem that they had, which I did manage to do. And I'm like, Hell, I don't even remember how this thing works anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. Click, click, click. Oh, boom. Fixed. Fantastic. Sent them an email. Hey, surprisingly, my password still worked. I want to think about changing that. Regardless, I was in and here's what was the problem and I fixed it. And if somebody wants to go back and, and put the pictures back on and make it pretty again, they can easily do that. And that will be what the Dowling Band learned next week. <laughs> that music is happy boy by kevin mcleod you can subscribe to talking to todd wherever you get your pods just search talking in the number two there's no g and there's no space you can tweet us on facebook you can check out our award-winning merch on zazzle you can leave us a voicemail at 515 also cpa you can stop by and see us at the tuba city home office please don't do that You could take a picture of our Naperville drains and send it to us. We'd love to see that. Still haven't seen that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Farms Family Foundation, even though we didn't do their segment this week, and dj to go Cedar Valley. And you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Even though no one does that, except for Doug. We got an email this week (laughs) from Doug. Thanks, Doug. That feedback that I provided from Doug came to feedback at talkingatodd.com. So I guess I can no longer say, even though no one does that. Huh, there we go. Okay, now I'm done. Todd? Okay, so you may have learned that your password for the Dowling Band website was still good, but I don't think you learned the real lesson 
which you should have learned, which is after you fix their problem, you should have said, hey, Amy, come in here, hit change password, let her type something in, then have her write it down on, a, on, an, on an index card and then put that in an envelope, put a stamp on it, mail it to the band <laughs> with the instructions. I now no longer know what the password is. Here it is. I can't help you anymore. <laughs> that is what you should have learned. Because as long as you have the password, this will never end. <laughs> Just throwing that out. Otherwise, the other option you could have done is, by the way, can I introduce you to Squarespace? <laughs> Use Todd and Todd's offer code <laughs> Tuba City for 10% off your first year. Squarespace, where work gets done. Are they a sponsor? They should be. I'm going to have to call them and ask because I kind of gave an offer code. So I've got to go see if I can. Kevin, Kevin, we got to call Squarespace. Oh. Is the is the cease and desist up? Are they, can we contact them again? Is the year over? We'll see. Oh. We'll see. I think they're interested. Oh, we may need, we may have some cleaning up to do next week. Well, we'll be back at it. We're here. We're talking to Todd. I'm I'm thinking somebody needs to check on Yeezy because uh he was on when when asked about the criticism about all of the shirts in the garbage bags he took offense and went on Fox News and announced I'm an innovator I'm not here to sit and apologize for my ideas that's exactly what the media tries to do to make us apologize for ideas that don't fall exactly the way they want us to think this is not a joke this is not a game this is not just a celebrity cal collaboration. This is my life. I am fighting for a position to be able to change clothing and bring the best designs to people. Dude, all I asked was, did you want them to take it? Did you want them to take it out of the trash bag? <laughs> yeah. You know, we should see if we could get him on to be a collab with us. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>